Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Okay. This one is from my friend Edgar. Edgar! Yep, him and I met on the video game circuit. Can I tell you something about Edgar real quick? Yeah. Because I think it's important. Edgar's new baby is super cute. Edgar wrote me the sweetest message. You know, we like to have friends here on the show. Yeah. And what I love about Edgar, he's a solid dude. I met Edgar just playing a random video game. And this is where I think that, like, online gaming is not bad. It's good. Edgar wrote me and said, Happy belated Thanksgiving. I'm glad I met you randomly online. You're definitely one of the coolest people I've met in 2019. Ooh. That's so nice. I love that. Out of nowhere. That's very sweet. Let's give Edgar a little lot. Uh, Come on, tell him. Actually, he copied the same message to me and sent it. Well, that's that's unfortunate. No, just kidding. He didn't. But I want Edgar to know about Gamefly. Gamefly, Edgar. Yep. She's talking to you. Gamefly starts at only $15 a month with a library of over 8,000 titles to choose from. And those titles are video games. <laughs> as a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox. They had games for PS4. Okay, Bo, after each one, tell me if you play it, okay? Okay, okay, okay. I'm they have ga- Gamefly has games for PS4. Yes. PS3. Yes. Xbox One. No. Nintendo Switch. Yes. 3DS. Yes, of course. And Xbox 360. No. Okay. And they I, also hate, have, I hate Microsoft. And if you love a game like I love pumpkin pie filling right out of the can, <laughs> you can keep it. Thanks for writing these. You can keep it as uh, you can keep it for a low price. There's never any due dates or late fees, and you'll never get trapped into buying a game like E.T. for Atari that just ends up taking space in your impeccably alphabetized physical media showcase. <laughs> Am I right? Okay. So here's what you do. You go to Gamefly.com slash campfire that's gamefly.com slash campfire and you get a free 30-day trial just for you our cute little video game playing campers all right come on kids now gather around grab a log and sit right down what's that smell what's that sound you're on fire now hit the ground it's the campfire shit show and now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. Uh-oh. It's the holiday season. <laughs> and loop-de-loop. Your tree looks so nice. La-dee-da. Uh, you think so? Yeah, it looks beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, we were given those trees 
Uh, two trees, actually. This is the show now. This is the show now. So let's get in the show now. This is the ho ho show show. Oh, it's the holiday season. If you didn't hear me singing earlier, which you probably didn't because we cut it out. <laughs> I think I just said you cut it out. Um, Happy holidays. And so we want to straight out of the gate at the top. We want to tell you uh, we are going to take a two week break. Yeah. Don't freak out. Nope. Just a two week break to rest. Relax. We realize that a lot of people have some catching up to do. Yes. People and are about a week or two behind, but also tell the people why we are. I mean, in a good part. Oh, yeah. We've got lots of things going on. One, I am traveling to Japan again. Cool. Uh, Meryl has Jew things happening in her life, yeah, right? Yeah, I yep. got Jew things happening. Yep. And then uh, we're just going to take a little, a much needed break from uh, you people. Yep. <laughs> we don't want to be around you right yes now. we do we just want to take a break yeah we're gonna take a two-week break book some guests for the upcoming season probably also maybe record yeah. in secret maybe i mean like- that's honestly the truth is that uh it's hard to get a guest the week of christmas the week of new yeah. year's but we have some really good ones i'm very excited i'm not going to tell you who they are Me too. but i'm going to tell you this some of them you will probably know yep i agree and, and so uh maybe we'll try to have my parents on again the no, last time we recorded no, they pushed the no, mic away from each other no this well, will, i can't this I can't will be my it. one year anniversary of being at an office party and some man congratulating me on being a really cute pregnant woman <laughs> have i changed or grown since then no no but i'm beginning i know we talk about this all the time this is not a yes. declaration this yes. is more of a noticing that bo i think i've hit my limit of like this, this year time. was all about the eating of like a Renaissance queen. It's like I've had mac you're and cheese. Rube, I've had shrimp have, cocktail. You're a Rubenesque model. I'm just like, I mean, I know everyone says this after, you know, some holiday cheer, but I think I'm like good on food, like rich food for a yeah, while. Like I've yeah. done it. I've eaten like oysters in New York. Like, like you know, like I'm like, okay, I've sampled every type of like clam pizza in San Francisco. I think I need like <laughs> a month type, or two. Every <laughs> type of clam pizza. <laughs> like, yeah. I just am like this year I really ate with reckless abandon and I love that and I appreciate 2019 that. 2019 was the year of indulgence. Yeah, it but was. 2020, what will it be? The year of super indulgence. Just <laughs> with- My problem is like... Uh, I'm actually like steering away from the bad food more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I, you know, you're just I'm, on the alcohol train. I'm drinking like a motherfucker. I could always tell by your eyes, what do you by mean? your under eyes. You drink the past couple nights. Oh uh, yeah, because my yeah, under yeah. eyes do I get bad? Yeah, I'm, not too bad. Are you I was kidding having, me? Yep. No, no, no. I look old. Not old. It just looks oh. like um, I can just tell because there's like a tiny puff that happens. It happens with me too. Yeah, you your eyes are looking real. There's they get sunken. You're looking rotten. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll be taking two weeks off for holiday cheer. Yeah, I want to hear about. Have you had like a shit show? Like, tell me your worst holiday. So we talked about this earlier. Like, hey, do you have any holiday? Do you have any holiday like sort of shit show moments? Yeah. And the one that came to mind is something that. I don't tell a lot of people. I don't bring. I don't bring it up. I don't like to discuss it. But uh, here we go. Uh, Years ago, and we're talking like probably twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you were like. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I was close to, I was just hitting my silver age. <laughs> um, I owned a car uh, right out of college. I bought this car um, called a Honda Del Sol. It's a two-seater sports car. It has a convertible uh, top, a hard top that you put in the trunk. And it, it's just like, it is absolutely 100% like California car, right? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't living in California. I was living in Ohio. And not the kind of car you want to probably have on like icy roads. And right, stuff like right, that. right. Uh, but it was so much fun. Right. But the bucket seats in it, uh, it was almost like you're you're close to laying down. I don't know if you've ever gotten into a car where like 
the way the curvature of the seat, it's like a bucket seat, but it's lean back. And so your legs are straight. Oh, you're almost yeah. like, you're almost horizontal yes. in a way. I feel like some station wagons are like that too. And so I had this car and at the time I was dating a girl who just had, uh, so happened had gotten uh, a scholarship to go to RISD, Rhode Island School of Design. So Ohio, I'm in Ohio. She's in Rhode Island, and so I would drive to go see her once a month, and that's a 10-hour drive. Wow. Yeah. Oh, ten my hour, gosh. 10 hours one way. So I would drive, and, and honestly, my car got such good gas mileage that I would drive about four to five hours. I'd stop. I'd fill up on gas, and then I would make it the rest of the way, right? That's like so it's a long commitment. drive. Yeah. yeah. And on this uh, trip especially, it was in the December month. It was in the holiday, the holiday season. Uh, and I got out of work. I think I had been driving a lot actually at the time, but like I got out of work and I hit the road immediately because there was a storm of brewing. Oh. Yeah. And in the Pennsylvania Hills, that's where you have to drive through. It can get really fucking nasty. Like where it would, a normal drive would take you 10 hours, but now it's going to take you 16. Right. You know what I mean? And you that's, may have to pull over and like spend the night even. Right, like you right, don't right. Know what's happen. And that's just the worst because you just want to get to the person you're dating yeah. in the warmth of their home and just relax. A lot of times too, I would go visit her and I would only have a weekend. So I'd drive oh out on God. Friday, right? I'd drive Friday all day. I'd get there Friday night. I'd spend all the Friday night, Saturday Sunday and then Sunday afternoon I would drive back. Oh my! Isn't it funny what we would do back then too? And now, oh if, my it, God. if someone is like twenty minutes away, it's like this like, will not work. I don't yeah. do long distance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like uh, I live twelve miles away. It's like, yep, not doing Can't it. Can't do it. Yeah, sorry. Um, so uh, I'm uh, on this day. I get in my car. I start driving. I don't even really stop because I'm like the storm's coming. I've got to just get food and get the fuck out of here. Twenty minutes could be the end of me. It really could. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. all that snow and it was snowing crazy. So I drive all the way there, 10 hours, with probably maybe 10 minutes of stopping, okay? I'm just sitting the whole way. I'm there for one 24-hour period, and then I get in my car and I drive back, okay? So I'm like, get there Friday night. I leave Sunday early morning. I get in the car. I drive another 10 hours, not stopping. I've got to get back. I get back to Ohio, okay? Uh So we're talking 20 hours driving. In essentially two days. Insane. I get back and I'm home. Did she ever come visit you, by the way? Well, I Did mean, she, she ever... lived in that area. So when but, I mean, she, she was never... in college. But, okay. So yeah, no, she it wasn't like car. every four. No, no, no. She didn't have a car okay. or anything like that. No. And she was younger than me. She was like 16 at the time, you know, okay. and I was like 30. So, um, <laughs> <Hot>. <laughs> and so I get back to Ohio. I'm relaxing, but I don't feel really well, right? And my ass is hurting me so bad from sitting. You know, you sit that long in a car in those seats, you know. And so I'm just relaxing. And next day I get up and I'm like, oh, my God, my ass hurts. Like I broke my fucking ass. It hurts bad, right? Mm -hmm. It just hurts to sit on it. I was like, this is not right. And so um, I kind of am like. I have to work, but I don't have to, I I can work like just a couple hours. I was local to my, my workplace. I come home and I'm like, why is my ass hurting so much? And I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom. No kidding. My ass is in so much pain. I go to take a shit, right? It's just blood. (gasps) 
It's just it's fucking blood. terrifying. I was like, of course, you know, you, you ever have that thing it's where like you look down and cancer or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. And you're like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. And you're like, you see something like cut on you or you know that you just did something that is like detrimental. You have to go to the hospital or whatever. The I, first time I ate beets because beets make <laughs> your still. Honestly, I, I ate beets and then went to like a um, a flight for New Orleans. And the whole time yeah. I'm like, well, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm internally bleeding I guess right I'm now. Dead. And yeah, I, I didn't I guess know. I'm hemorrhaging. And then I Googled yeah. like, I'm like, maybe it was that. And then, it, yeah, yeah. So. I freak out because I look down that's and really I'm like, scary. I'm just bleeding. Was it fresh red blood though? Yes, I mean, this is, okay. It was. That's the good sign. That's a good if sign. It's red, if it's dark. But I, I immediately am like, okay, that ain't cool. But it's holiday. It's like a Sunday or so, I think it's Sunday or Monday, but it was a holiday weekend. And uh, I had to call urgent care because I was like, okay, hey. I mean, of course, this is a very embarrassing. I'm bleeding out of my asshole. Right. Like, what the fuck? And so. I call urgent care and they're like, you need to get here right now. And it turned into a very dire situation where I had to get in the car again and drive another 15 miles because I live in in Ohio where nothing is existing anywhere. Yeah. And so I get in the car, I drive to uh, the urgent care, I go in and and because it's a holiday weekend, uh, there are, they're limited in staff. Okay, and so I have to wait a little bit long. I'm sitting there thinking that I'm kind of dying, or I might have like, like some sort of weird like hemorrhage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inside. Like yeah, something's yeah. wrong with me. And uh, finally, I get in to see the nurse. The nurse pulls me in, and she's like, "Okay, hey, I'm so sorry it took so long." They're very apologetic and nice. Uh, we're really short staffed. We had some people call off, and there's like a blizzard happening. Yeah. Okay, so it's like people are having a hard time getting anywhere. Um, so then the doctor comes in. And there are a lot of people in the waiting room, but the doctor comes in and he's like, okay, let's, uh, let's check this out. And, and it's like, that's not comfortable either. Like, Hey, can you check out my asshole? Can you give me a big old winky kiss? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, so you have like ornaments stuck in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, is it this broomstick that you must've shoved in <laughs> the star of David? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I show him my star of David Ew. and, uh, I, I decide, uh, I'm, I'm sitting there going like, Oh, this is so uncomfortable. Right. But I'm like, doc, what's going on? He goes, okay. All right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you can pull your pants up for a second. And he's like, here's the deal. He's like, have you, uh, have you been eating a lot of like fatty foods? And I'm like, not really, but like maybe, I guess. He's like, how about sitting? Have you been sitting for a long time? And I'm like, bingo. Yeah, I've definitely been doing that. I'm like, well, I just did a drive. He's Ugh. like, ooh. He's like, that'll do it to you. He's like, if you didn't move a lot, and especially imagine sitting down with your legs up on a couch right just sit down on a couch with your legs up yeah now raise your knees about six inches there's no that, like blood flow there's no blood anything. flow right. so all the blood is just like sitting there right and so long story short uh i essentially have like a hemorrhoid or a, okay. some sort of polyp some yeah. sort of hemorrhoid thing not like a bed sore but i know what you mean no, no, anytime no. you're yeah. in it's a pressure and this and yeah and of course i'm a young i'm young i'm like probably 26 at this time i'm like what what are you talking about that's an old person's thing and he's like well here's the deal and i was in a lot of pain at the time he's like we can just let it go and it will go away on its own uh-huh. eventually he said but it'll probably take you know, it could take a week. And he's like, and the pain will be there. And I'm like, oh God. He's like, or we could get in there and cut it open and release, release the tension that is happening and the pain will go away immediately. But you'll have had, you know, there's an opportunity for there to be, you know, uh, what do you call that? An infection. 
Okay. And so I'm like, okay. And then I have to weigh my choice. I'm like, I'm in a lot of pain at this point. And I'm like, you know what, man? Just fucking just cut it. Just do it. Just take it. Just take it. Put it put it in the trash for me. Yeah. You know, don't I don't want it to science. I don't want this anymore. And so uh he goes, Okay, second problem. I'm like, Okay, oh what? God. He goes, We are extremely short staffed and I typically need two to three people to help me because of the place that it is, right? You have to spread the cheeks apart. Yep. And then the doctor has to cut. Oh, fuck. And then there's obviously bleeding and then there's all this stuff, right? So I'm going to have to do this alone. We're going to have to get creative, he huh. says. We're going to have to get creative. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. In my mind, I'm almost like, hey, the less people that walk in here, the better. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. This is already awful, right? And you can't just like hire people from Home Depot to do it. No. You need to like, it's, you know, or you don't want to have, it's the kind of thing where it's right. like someone has to have the scalpel. I'm sure someone has right. to have the, yeah. So I, um, I'm like, all right, whatever. Let's just, just do this. Fuck it. And, uh, so he says, all right, take your pants down, lay on your stomach on the bed, on the, you know, the little doctor's bed. I'm like, okay, no problem. So I do that. And then I hear him take out a roll of tape and I hear that of the tape and he puts the tape on one side of my ass cheek and then pulls it up like apart and then puts the tape on the side of the table and then takes another strip and puts it on the other side of my ass and pulls it. So now essentially my pink Ruby star fruit is staring at the ceiling, like open, <laughs> completely open. I'm feeling so exposed with two pieces of tape strapped to each side of my ass, holding held oh, down no. to the table. And I'm like, wow, this, this is, is creative in all my glory. Right. Then he has to give me a shot right in my fucking asshole, oh. which is the most yeah, that's very... painful thing yep. I've ever experienced is getting a Big sharp needle right in your because it, it would almost be better if it was like big and like if soup can or something would probably hurt less because like a needle I could just imagine. I don't know is, if a soup can would hurt well, less, but like, it hurts a little bit. Yeah, but you. you're putting that little needle in there and you're like, yeah, that's and then painful. then you feel the numb and you're like ah, and it's like you're gripping and you can't move, and so then they're just waiting for it to take effect so he can cut it right. That takes like 15 minutes, 10, oh, 15 minutes. So, so then I'm like, just sitting there with the cold air hitting my fucking sphincter. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can just feel it. I can feel it. It's so awkward. He's like, hey, I'm going to step out of the room and I'll come back in. I'm like, well, make sure nobody can look in while you walk out of here, you know? So he leaves. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, what? And I'm kind of like, I'm in pain, but I'm also like going crazy. Like I'm like laughing a little bit. Because like, of course, how is this happening? Yeah. How yep. is this happening? So, uh, doctor comes back in the room, he's ready to go. Right. And so he starts to, he's like, okay, I'm going to make an incision. And just before he does that, knock on the door, nurse opens the door and says, Hey doctor, um, I'm actually available. I can help you now. So I'm like, Oh my God, get her out of here. I don't want this woman in here looking at my asshole, you know? Yeah. And so then she comes in and then she's, she holds my hand. I don't need her holding my hand. She holds my one hand and then she puts her other hand, like helping, like pull one of my ass cheeks aside. And then the doctor weird to have someone hold your hand. And then at this point I can't feel like the, the actual scalpel. I can feel the pressure of something happening. Right. And then I can feel like, the 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 blood kind of like going down my leg a little bit like it's it's just an awful situation right long story short 
it's very embarrassing. And that, that kind of moment will create a space in you that says like, well, it literally creates a space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we did it. Uh, I'd have bandage. I had to wear bandage. I was just going to ask for like five days. It was, but how did you, you just had to take it off every time you yeah, eliminated. Oh yeah. And it burnt like hell. Oh my gosh. Eliminated. I like that. And then did you ever do the drive again? Um, I did it. I stopped a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and, I mean, you learn your lesson and you know. did they, what was, and then it, what did it hurt still? Like, did it take a while for it, it hurt to heal? like two days? It was sore. Uh, obviously it's like an open wound. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was my, that was the worst That's a very holiday good travel one, I've ever had. That is for crazy. Sure. For sure. I love that one. <laughs> I do love, I feel like that's also a very like you type story. I don't know why, but I could. I, I just think about being... like that tape. It's like what kind of, they they use this medical tape to like pull my ass cheeks oh apart. My That's kind of a weird. That thing. is one. I could picture the hemorrhoids also looking like you. It's like they have a little beanie what? on them, and they what have like t- I don't know. I could just picture like ten little polyps that are all like oops. Ew! I don't think it was ten little polyps. That's kind of gross. That's kind of two gross. little polyps, <laughs> one bursting cyst. <laughs> Jesus! How about you? Oh holiday, my gosh! Holiday shit shows. Okay. I'm going to do like a, a quick, like greatest hits of them. Oh, because of course you've always got to overdo it. Here we go. Not, you have one wonderful story. I have like six little tiny, like you have six stories, maybe six little stories Um, because. Okay, here we go. The top six stories of Merrill's <laughs> holiday shit show. And coming in at six, we've got the time my mom sliced off her finger for the holidays. So wait, she did it for the holiday on purpose. Yeah. For the holidays. So the, the intro to this is basically like, I feel like, and it's, I think it's also a Jewish thing too. Like my family and I already operate at like a level eight of just like panic and anxiety. And uh-huh. I think I was just talking to the, to Michelle, my other, one of my other Jewish friends about this. And there's something about like being brought up by just two Jewish parents that you're born with a certain level of like, like simmering panic all the time even if things are fine you know what i mean like her and i have very similar like our parents are it's like a good marriage they're still together but there's this level of like always something like wrong or about to happen like you're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop because it's just like the way that our parents communicate like something just like we need to go move our car or something it feels like it's internally like like a very scary type thing or something you know and so okay like i don't know what it is but but my family that translates even higher on the holiday scale because i think like stakes are higher you know there's not have we talked about before there's not a lot of hospitals open like right. any calamity that could happen always seems like it happens around the holidays for us and also like that's take another a- level of prep though when you when nothing is wrong and you're thinking about how the the hospitals don't have enough staff. Really? Like, oh, for I mean? us, that it's seems, been that, that seems kind of crazy. Uh, so okay, so like almost all six have to do with like a chemo visit to the hospital during the holidays. <laughs> really? So the the number six is uh I had just bought so my my parents came out for a visit. I think also anytime you add a little bit like middle aged parents with like plane tickets and travel and the holiday stress kind of makes people even become more unglued. Sure. And it's like because we only see each other like one or two weeks out of the year. Like, it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, like more things are bound to happen because it's like we only have a week to fit this all in. So so my parents had come out to visit for the week and I had already been like, wow, this is a relatively normal and good visit. Nothing had happened. We had a great time. (laughs) And my parents. Yeah. And so it was like a day before my parents were flying back to Pennsylvania and we went shopping and my mom, it was the kind of like the once a year target run where she's like, let me help you get, you know, paper towels and all that stuff. So what I had really wanted was the Ninja blender. 
So, oh like, my god, I know. Oh no. <laughs> so, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, That's where this is going. Yeesh. So, so she had they got me the Ninja Blender. I was really excited. Like, I was out in the back talking to my dad. I forget. We were just kind of shooting the shit and. All of a sudden, and my mom was putting together the blender for me. You guys know where this is going to go. Yes. And all of a sudden, I hear her say, like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I come in. She is white as a ghost, complete, like, no color whatsoever in her face. And she's holding up her hand, and her finger is, like, off. Like, the tip of her finger is no longer she even She just existing. touched the blade? She turned it on. Oh, my while God. it was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she had, like accidentally like plugged it in and then put like the you know there's kind of a piece an apparatus where it's the blade attached so it's like you have the regular blender then like the the stick with the blades all around it and then you pop it in and then you put the cover on in theory and then you turn it on and then it like blades but she had like by accident started it on her finger and like the tip was completely gone and the other thing you know so much about my mom is she is tiny like she's really like 100 pounds or less if she literally has a quart of blood in her yeah she's teeny tiny she also suffers from like um like low blood sugar a lot so you know so stuff like that so I'll, immediately she like goes upstairs because she has to throw up like her body she doesn't have a lot of fat on her like there's not a lot to soak up like a trauma or a shock because she's just like you know little little and tiny you know you should start telling people that you know that's what. That's why we have a little extra weight yeah, on us. Yeah, honestly, to soak up the trauma. <laughs> it soak would take me like trauma. three weeks to realize any trauma. <laughs> it, it's also the reason I have it is because of trauma. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's the reason I keep it on and have it on. But like, uh, so so she's upstairs in the bathroom just throwing up. She has. I feel bad for like outing her, but she has her like shirt kind of up because you know with that feeling when it's like so hot but it's so cold and you're just kind of mm-hmm. and it's like her. I could see her like sweet little back bones like it's all you know she's just white as a ghost oh. throwing up and their flight back to Pennsylvania is like coming up any hour now. Like I mean we're down to the minute of when I need to drop them off at the airport. Oh no! And it's a kind of thing where it's like if they cancel their flight, it's not the airline's fault. So we're as a family going to be out like, you know, $800, $900 and have to rebook oh, a flight. God. It's also like my dad needs to get back for his work. And so there wasn't a lot of wiggle room on like my parents just being like, okay, we'll wait three days. And so my mom wanted to like, it was profusely bleeding and, but she wanted to, um, like just fly with it like that, you know, just kind of like bandage <laughs> it up and fly with it. And she's like, it's fine. I'll go to the doctor once I'm there. So she, we that wrapped it up. flight is not short. No, That's it's a, a six like hour yeah, flight. I was going to say, it's a six hour flight. So she could she, be dead. Yeah, I know. So she, she could be dead. Yeah. So, and then and thinking back, like, honestly, it's probably not good to have like the altitude. The mixed, elevation. You can get a clot and, uh, you know, you could really get like a blood clot. I think if you're doing that. So well, she, I mean, would you get a clot if it was just bleeding? If it was open? <laughs> but, I mean, just squirting blood true. everywhere. It's like, there's no clotting. <laughs> so so she went on, and I think, I feel like the airline people said something to her about, like, are you sure you could do this or whatever? And then she flew, and then, like, immediately they touched down in Pennsylvania, and she went, like, straight to the ER, which is kind of like some rock star shit, but, like, but she flew like that. So that was one. The second one is uh, the year, oh, my God, there's been this. Wait, wait, wait. Number five. Number five. Uh my parents were supposed to come visit or you know they were scheduled to come visit and the day before my dad had started taking some uh, medicine for his vertigo like you know he has (laughs) surprise surprise (laughs) like anytime we he eats like shellfish he has to like go lay down for like two hours and stuff yeah it's, it's very like but when I look, I'm like, maybe it's like the Pringles that you guys, have. you know, the Pennsylvania type food, which I know, you know, like the, you know, some of the, yeah, of course. like I look inside their cabinet and it's like, yeah. you have vertigo, but like all you eat are pretzels and yeah. salami. <laughs> <laughs> like I, they'll make like a salami and pretzel sandwich. And so, um, 
he it was the day before they were supposed to come visit and he had just kind of been adjusting to this new vertigo medicine but i feel like the hospitals by where we live aren't so great and they gave him this medicine that completely counteracted with another medicine that he was taking like some heart medicine or something and it made him lose consciousness while he was driving and he drove while yep, he's driving while he's driving which is like i i oh, feel like i'm like God. this could be my like like oh, come on you guys sue them like i can this could be my inheritance like inheritance <laughs> this could be my down payment on a new home or something because it was complete malpractice <laughs> of course you think that way <laughs> i was so pissed i'm like that's literally like you know that's uh, really like malpractice and so they gave him this medicine he blacked out while driving and then the car went up on a curb and thank god he like hit something that didn't like he hit a mailbox or something something to stop the car but not something enough to like make him crash through the windshield or whatever yeah and he ended up breaking his arm so we're getting ready for a whole family vacation and it's like now daddy has a cast and so so he's we're walking oh. we have all these pictures of us like like he would make it look like at this weird claw. And so my mom was like, Kenny, stop making a claw in the photo. So, so like, I feel like all of our Christmas vacations, someone is in like a full body cast. And so he, he spent the entire vacation with like one arm and it just like, I don't know. It hit, we had a lot of plans to like do activity and I, we just kind of ended up now just like going to a museum seven oh days out God. of the week. So that's number five. Number five. Number four. Number four is my own sadness number four and three are my own sadness so uh it i had just moved to to san diego okay. and it was my i think my first christmas here and i feel like moving here i had a really hard time making friends at first like i just felt really out of place and lonely i yeah. had one friend that i moved out here with and then for whatever reason she was just really busy and she had her own boyfriend and i like i didn't have a boyfriend i just felt you know like it was the first it was a really like the only time i think i'm like how do you make a friend again i forget and so uh so i had also i think because of this it was just like i was just going through a tough time and i had like i knew i had anxiety but i kind of was just going to doctor after doctor and so i was doing like a blood test just i mean like at the time it's like just make a friend and you'll stop you don't need to like get a blood test and stuff like that <laughs> And, and I had I was dating this guy that was like older and just all wrong and he was engaged to someone else which was the wrong part okay like, yeah that's the okay it was just like uh. I, and so I remember it was like it was Christmas Eve and my mom had said my parents were like are you sure you don't want us to come out this season like are you you know and I'm like no 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 I'm fine this year don't we don't have to do it we can see each other sure, later sure and so I remember it being like a very rainy day in Christmas Eve and I had just driven from the hospital to like get my blood results, which it's like, you're totally fine. And then this guy was kind of not paying attention to me. And I just remember like going in the door of my Mission Valley apartment and like turning the lock and my, on, being on the phone with my mom being like, I'm really lonely. And like my arm is covered up with like bandages from my blood test and no one's calling me. And like, and I said, is there any way you can come oh my God. Christmas Eve? And they came out and so because so, I, I think they could tell it in my voice my mom said she felt so bad for me because i'm just like i have no one to spend the holidays with how much did that cost i mean a lot probably a lot and then they came the same day they came the, uh like i think that was at night time. it was probably like four or five and then the next morning they both flew out because oh i think it was my, my first God. one out of college i just felt like so out of place and so sad and they took me my mom like took me to this like frogs gym this gym and then she like signed me up for a gym membership and then she's like now you have friends and i well, like that makes sense i know i never went to a gym <laughs> membership i know and so uh that was number five that Num was four four this number, is number three number, number three number three is uh the and i promise i won't always talk about my camp counselor but the camp oh, counselor God. that i really like his birthday is in late december okay and Wait, is this where I just say number two? <laughs> yeah, honestly, let's do that. <laughs> that alone. 
<laughs> Number two is he had invited me uh, for like to his, it was in college. He went to the University of Scranton uh-huh. and then I was a senior in high school. He was a senior in college and he had invited me to his birthday party. At a, this is so fucking embarrassing. He invited me to his house and I was really excited to be like, I'm going to a college party, you know, because I was just a high schooler back then. So my mom dropped me off in like a my you know the jeep wrangler in scranton and being like bye call me if you need me and i'm like i don't need you i don't need anyone and so thanks for coming i get to his party and he uh, there was another girl uh this woman a girl elise that there that actually uh, like really liked him too and i always kind of felt like i was like in competition for her or whatever and so he got so drunk at the party that he ended up going into the bedroom with elise and i feel like they uh-huh. were just like like they really were just sleeping together but then i don't know like looking oh my god this is so embarrassing but then i like went into their bedroom and i slept on the floor like a dog like curled (laughs) (laughs) and then the next morning (laughs) like picture like a german short-haired pointer like at the foot of a bed i really almost i'm crying because it's so embarrassing what if they didn't see you and the next morning they woke up and they They did see me oh he saw me and he said why are you here why are you sleeping like that you tool he said that yeah Oh, and you were embarrassed. Uh, I no. called my mom the next morning to come back and get me, and I remember, and I remember trying to hold it together. And the minute I like sat down in the jeep, I was like, ah, and started crying so bad. Oh. And it was just like him and Elise didn't hook up. That's what he told me. And even like she started to like him, and she gifted him with some weird peanut butter. This is turning more and more wow. into what, a dog what is thing. Happening? What is happening? I don't happening? know. And he laughed at her to me, but it was just this whole big thing. But I was like, why on earth did I like? He chose to sleep in bed with another girl, and I like was so down on my own self worth that I like slept at the like floor of the bed, <laughs> like licking a water bottle or something. Like it was just it couldn't oh, have gotten any sadder. Gosh, oh, these are. I mean, this is like this is turned from holiday shit just to like I'm so sorry. I know. And then number. Do you have a number one? Yeah, I have a wait, number wait, wait. one. And <laughs> number one. <laughs> number one um oh how do i even phrase this in a nice way well there's no way to phrase it nicely there was another there was someone i was dating finally a few years ago out here and i had i had come to the realization like i'm going to break up with him On i know this uh maybe like after i would wait through the holidays to okay. do that you know okay. and so uh i think it was probably like the beginning of december or so and i'm like okay my plan is to get through the holidays they're a very nice person they were also like super christmasy mm-hmm. and just the type of thing where like like you know i got you this and we're decorating this tree and like the next day like july or january 1st was always we'd sit and watch the twilight zone like yeah. you know just, there was just a lot of tradition going on yeah. and so this is bad and so uh <laughs> so we so i was planning on breaking up with him probably like mid-january or so and uh the week before christmas i was driving or like him i was driving and i got a phone call from him and i said i just saw like a bunch of raccoons on the side of the road it was really foggy and i or something and i said like like i saw these like raccoons on the side of the road and he's like i bet i can one-up you and i'm like what and he said my dad was just killed in a motorcycle accident and i was like what what are you talking about and like the week before christmas his dad had like previously had like a few accidents leading up to this oh, and it's no. like you broke he broke his toe and then like a week later this and this and then he we were just kind of like he's never gonna learn and then sure enough the dad got like hit and then died in a, in a in an accident and i had to like you know and so basically that whole holiday season <laughs> funny if it said, i can one up you <laughs> yeah I i'm know. breaking up with you <laughs> yeah totally like and, uh, like i've been seeing adam from the gym class as well oh. so, from frog's gym were you uh yeah. Were you? I, I wasn't. Were I had you a, cheating? I had a. Uh, Were you cheating? Yeah. 
You cheating. Mm-hmm. I did like a married, that was my married man situation, kind of overlapping. Oh my god. I know. And I would I think I told you I this, don't but I feel bad for you. I would I had left Adam's house once, not we weren't having sex, but we kind of like got every you know, everything but or whatever. And I was as I was leaving his house, I was like descending upon a hill, like looking at the sunset, and my boyfriend at the time texted me and said, like, we should catch more sunsets together. And I know that was the same. I know. He I didn't deserve him. Now he makes like bone broth with his new wife and they're so cute. So like <laughs> You know, what I mean? he would always want to go what to like. What does that mean? Like, if he has a very that nice sounds like life. one one thing that you figured out that he does on Facebook, like just made bone yeah. broth, and you're like, yeah. Now he makes bone broth. He has a life that he always wanted with with yeah. this nice person. He's like, happy. they go to tree nurseries and they play chess, and like, like I just I'm I'm too much for him and stuff like that. So, so uh, we spent the whole holiday basically making like funeral arrangements, and oh, it God. was really sad. And the whole time you were just like, I'm gonna break up with you. Uh, no, we dated for an entire year after and did not have sex for the entire year. Why? And then it was like the entire, and then the next year, early December, we slept together. And then like, I knew kind of like as we were having sex, I'm like, I have to have to have to break up with him. Like we, we honestly dated for like one whole year and slept in the same bed and like did not have anything. Why? What was that about? Uh, I just felt so bad for him as a person of like what he was going through. He was a really, really good person. You weren't, you weren't sexually attracted. No, I feel like it It almost just turned to like support friend that whole year. Yeah. And I, we never talked about it. Like we really didn't even talk about like what was wrong. But I oh. think we both knew like I just I don't know. I really cared about him. And so I just thought like I'm going to be there for you. Also be there for Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for you. Like you were dating 40% someone else. 40% of the time. Oh the other 60%. my God. I know. I learned my lesson. It's okay. Did you? Uh, yes. Because Did then, you? Yes. Because then this person got divorced from their wife and uh-huh. then kind of came back around. And I'm like, eh, I'm not interested in this point. You said that? Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything? Nope. Not even kiss? I got in a hot tub with them. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. always turns into this. And then you're like, okay, we made out. <laughs> I cut out his uh, hemorrhoid. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And those were my Christmases. So yeah, it's just like, Gosh, oh my god, I, I, num- I didn't even choose number seven, which was when there was one Christmas that Jack's dog went into like a something called an Adazonian crisis, which is like its adrenal gland stopped working, and we spent that entire Christmas in the vet's office and spent like seven grand on it, and it's just like, oh no, I seem to have a lot of no. calamities happen around that time. Like I wonder what it is. About the holidays. The old Christmas calamities. The Christmas calamities. Mm. We can definitely do a bug bite. Yeah. And we should do a holiday bug bite. Let's do a holiday Let's bug do bite. that. Yuck. Bug bites. I would say that... Okay, first off, I should tell you this. I love Christmas. I do too. I love the the feeling, the the music. I could listen to Christmas music like starting in September. To be honest, I love it so much. But I'm turning into that person that hates the holidays. What, Bo? No, no. I mean this in the way that like I like Christmas. I hate a lot of the holidays. Like I hate like standing in line. I hate the traffic. Like the materialism along hate, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or? But, but but the whole thing is like. I just want to kind of like I I, I don't want to buy gifts. I don't want to receive gifts. Really, it's all silly. I mean, I want to see a tree, but I don't want to buy a tree. Holidays and birthdays. You're like I'm kind of like I don't know. You're becoming like a Mormon or something. I I, maybe it's just like I'm. I I get that it's all bullshit, and it is. Yeah, it is. But I feel like these things mark our normally mundane life. Like I feel like getting do they do they or are, are is that just people who are mundane? 
call me my name but like <laughs> I, I don't know to me it gets me excited it like breaks the norm of just like day 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 and then it's like now it's halloween now it's valentine's day even if i know it's but stupid why don't you make your regular day to day like kind of exciting mm, i don't know how i'm just i try well, i think that's the problem the that's fluoride what I'm saying. in like, the water the floor it keeps me normalized it honestly it calcifies my pineal gland we have a tree but it was given to us it's a beautiful tree it has no ornaments i know see what i'm saying it's minimalist and then we have um we're not doing gifts really yeah well also i don't you guys are both i don't in Japan. i don't give gifts to anybody oh i do it all the time always yes you're very giving and so Come Christmas time, I think it's so ridiculous to be like, okay, it's a $50 limit, so make sure you get the gas. Yeah. And then I say, okay, here's your $50 gift. And then you go, here's your $50 gift. And we go, wow, thank you so much for buying me Each the same thing to- that yeah. I spent and like blah, blah, blah. It's like that kind of shit I hate. I told I would much rather go on a trip than get anything yeah, materialistic. That's what I've decided. I did that about 10 years ago. I said, I'm just going to go on trips instead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be by myself. Or I'm going to be with the person I'm with. And I'm just going to go on trips. I agree. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. So this year. So your entire bug bite is the holiday? <laughs> I fucking hate the holiday. Wow. It's holiday season. I think you love it. I love. It's just cool to hate it. I love Christmas, but I hate it. The modern Christmas. Interesting. Material Christmas. Yeah. Hmm. Like we went to uh, fucking Target or something the other day. I was like, oh, get me out of here. I don't want to wait in lines. I don't want to do all this shit. I, I want to just fuck this. Yeah. I, I, just, I hate it. <laughs> What's your bug bite? Oh, mine is very apparent to me. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Carolers, Christmas carolers. That doesn't even happen anymore. Oh, yes, it does. You want to travel back in time and yep, hate something? Yep, I'll show you a video of them coming to my house and me laughing completely in their face. No. Yep. I'll, no. Yeah, absolutely. No. We have a group. Play the video. Okay, hold on one second. Hold on. Describe what's happening, Bo. Meryl is rolling her eyes as these Filipino women are singing carols. What do they want from me? They want money. Yeah. Honestly, they, they held out money. their little hands. They want money. money. I'm like, I'll pay you to go away like a prostitute. So yeah, the Christmas carolers, I'm like, get out of my house, get out of my mind. There's just something about people singing at me that I feel like it's aggressive and I don't know what to do. Like, do I stand there and sing with them? Do I join them? I don't understand. I do what think I'm it's weird. I don't, I don't know that I've, yeah, I don't think carolers still exist. I don't know. That's weird. If it is, it's only for like in the video. I feel like carolers were never money. about money. They were never I know. about money. It was about sp- like sp- so the fact that people are doing that is kind of shitty. I think so too. I don't like it. Plus, they were clearly like a family of Filipino people that were like just like out, like, hey, we can make money this way. Yes. Um. Oh, wait. Th- before, there was like, yeah. Before we finish, okay. So you have Disney Plus. I do. And there's a movie or a show, whatever, on it called Float. There's Float. something called Float about like a boy or dad and his young son that's like everyone's talking about. And the Float. Yes, Float. Hmm. And the okay. maker of it. You know, he works at Pixar now. Oh, remember I sent it to you. So the maker of it works at Pixar, but I guess he used to live in Paradise Hills where I live. Oh, God. I've, I've, everybody's been talking about this guy. Yes. So, but he like... The, the name of the show is Float. It's a short. It's not a show. It's a right, short. But everyone's obsessed with it. Yeah. And uh, where I live in Paradise Hills, there's a lot of Filipinos. So he, that's where he's from. And like, I, you know, him and I are friends on Facebook. And it's so funny because he comes back to Paradise Hills in the way that like I dream of coming back where it's like he's bestowing his presence upon like so good to be back. Like 
I dip my writing hand in the ocean. I like, right. and I told Jack, like, I'm like, I'm like, I like, not that I cry, but I like, I find myself wishing that I could do that three years from now. But I mean, you can do it. First, I have to get successful at something. I mean, we have to end this podcast. Okay. Happy holidays, you guys. I want to hear people's other shit show stuff. Like, I love to hear I stuff like I wish that we could get, like, you know, people calling if you're listening, in. we want to hear about your holiday shit shows. They all ha- they happen to everybody. I'm sure of that. We'd love to hear the best of it. Do you so. have a bunch like me or just one giant hemorrhoid of a holiday? <laughs> <laughs> like Bo. Oh, Message us. I love when I watch you get an idea. Your, your eyes start to sparkle and go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, until next time, guys, we'll see you guys in the new year. Yeah. We love you. Thank you so, so much for all your support. Yep. December 31st will be our next episode, right? Yeah. Yep. We'll be back in the new year. Love you guys. We love you so much. It's holiday season. Hello, pillow. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. 2020. That's going to be, it's going to be 2020. That's fucking crazy. 2020. I'm excited for 2020. I am too. Let's go out in 2020. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Sleep tight.